1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It was on this time yesterday we started to see the first glimpses of the pictures from the Webb uh, Telescope. This extraordinary piece of kit that is a million kilometres away out in the universe and has sent back photographs from some of the light in it from 13 billion years ago. Think about that. 13,000 million years ago. The light is that old in these pictures. But for a science fiction fan like myself and Tony Pierce McCarthy this morning as well the same. The people who made programs like Star Trek and Blake 7 and the writers of Star Wars and so many, they got it so right because that's exactly what that picture looked like yesterday. It looked like the opening sequence from any science fiction show of your choice. Alan Gilston is Head of Research at Blackrock Castle Observatory. It was the most incredible photograph, isn't it, Alan? Good morning.
0: Uh, good morning, PJ. Yeah, it is, it's an absolutely stunning image. Um, and, you know, it's It might be 20 years in the making, but it was absolutely worth the wait. Um, it, it shows incredible detail of some of the most distant um, objects in the entire universe. And... It has this unique way of, um, of of showing them and presenting them to us with all this kind of. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, please do go look it up. Um, but it has this w- unique curvature to Gosh. some elements of it. Yeah, I was um, looking at that. Is, is, is that a is, curved picture? It lensing is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, that—that's actually in—that's in the cosmos. That's nothing to do with anything on the telescope itself. That's actually in the cosmos. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was an effect yes. in the picture. No, no, no. So there's gravi- there's there's elements of gravitational lensing. So some of those elements that we see are actually behind a galaxy, and the galaxy is bending the light from beyond it around it, and then into our telescope. So we're, it's actually acting like a lens. That's even, um, and that's so even we're more actually seeing some things that are beyond yeah. that's even more fascinating it's very unique
1: and like 13.5 billion years ago that's that's the distance of the speed of light so is it yeah. possible Alan that some of the things in that picture some of the entities in that picture no longer actually exist
0: oh yeah I think that's, that's distinctly likely for some of them certainly some of the star elements that we can see um, will have gone through uh, their their stellar life cycle. Mm. Um, so, in terms of the galaxies themselves, they probably do exist. Mm. Some of them, which seems to l- look like they are merging with other galaxies, they probably would have completed that merge by now. Um, so, mm. they would have made an even bigger galaxy. Mm. Um, so, it would look it would look different if we were to take the equivalent of what they are at now but unfortunately we're going to have to wait for another
1: 13, <laughs> 13 billion years. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Now in terms of what scientists can do uh, apart from stand back in sheer wonderment and I think it's fair to say Alan even the most experienced science watchers and space watchers are their jaws hit the table when when they saw this photograph. What yeah. can we do with the information in it?
0: The information in it is is absolutely... Um, it's pivotal in our understanding of the universe that we actually live in. So what by looking this far back in into the past, but also that far into the early formation of the universe, and don't forget, this was only a 12 and a half hour long exposure of the telescope. Yeah. It has plans to do much longer, so look much further again.
1: We ain't seen um, nothing yet, like...
0: Yeah. We ain't seen nothing yet. Um, so, um, But what we're doing is is when we look at the very early formation of the universe, what we're trying to do is understand the very nature of when the universe started, everything that's happened since can be traced back to that. So even the, even the formation of our own sun, it all started way back 13.8 billion years ago. So we need to understand what happened way back then so that we can understand what's happening now, and we can then potentially project what's going to happen into the future. See, that's, um, that,
1: that's something else that um, I think pe- I went over people's heads, certainly went over mine for a, a while, was that picture. The sun above us in the sky right now didn't exist. Didn't exist. Wow. Yeah. That's it's it, it, Phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even an infant. It just it didn't exist at all. Um, it was just a big ball of, of, of potential gas at that time. Um, right. Uh, so and, and you uh, know the way the,
1: the, the laws of physics, we look into the universe for them to be proven and sometimes disproven and changed, and with mm-hmm. physics from the laws of, of mathematics. Like, does study of physics and maths benefit from pictures like this?
0: Oh, absolutely! Um, so we, we can see from so that was one image. Yeah, um, you you may have seen again if you haven't. Please go look it up. There are a number of images that were released yesterday, um, and these are going to happen much more regularly uh, as the years, days, months, and years go on. Actually, um, but there were five uh, images released yesterday, um, and a couple of them are one is of a of a collapsing star yeah um one is uh sorry one of an exploding star a dying star um that's uh the southern ring and another is of a a star forming region called the carina nebula and uh that it's called the cosmic cliffs you look it up it's absolutely stunning Mm -hmm. um a whole load of gas and uh, stellar formation coming together, kind yeah. of like what our sun would have been yeah. a few billion years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot what of we're looking at, when we're looking at this, cool. is is by looking that far back, we're seeing the very fundamental of the physics. So what we are all made of tiny little particles. To, to quote the famous astronomer Carl Sagan, we are all star stuff. We are all made of star stuff. Right. So... By understanding how all of these particles, the electrons, the molecules, all these small scale things, how these all behaved early, then we can start to understand how they're currently behaving as well.
1: And there's no way, and is there with, with that picture now and the and the pictures we've seen. There is no way we could be the only ones. Is there really anymore?
0: I I, I think it's a, it's a very difficult argument to make now. I mean, when you consider that that image is only a grain of sand in the sky, then how many other grains of sand would you need to fill the sky? And each one of those grains of sand is going to have thousands and thousands of galaxies, all with billions and billions of stars. So the the, the universe is teeming with stars and planets, absolutely teeming. We're swimming in it. We're like in an ocean of planets and stars. So to to i think it's getting more difficult to uh, to imply that we are the only ones in the actual universe
1: yeah yeah i mean and, and the va- the vastness of it i think that's the most stunning point that you make like what we saw in that picture look out the window at the the sunshine outside yeah that big yellow ball wasn't even wasn't even thought about it wasn't even It just didn't exist back then. It's it's phenomenal. Talk to me about the supermoon, Alan. I've seen one of these before. It's fabulous, Mm. and we should have a good clear night for it. How does it happen first?
0: Uh, So the supermoon is, the the moon isn't on a perfectly um, uh, circular orbit. So at certain points, it comes a small bit closer to the Earth. Uh, so when it does that, when it comes about 90 within 90% of a full massive uh, 100% full moon we call it a supermoon. So it's it's about 7 to 10% bigger in the night sky yeah. and about 15% brighter.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it and that's purely because it's it's that few thousand kilometers closer to us. Yeah. Which um a it's difference. a very very striking phenomenon. It, it this evening's moon will be reasonably late in the evening. Um, you're, you're talking 11, 12 o'clock mm-hmm. time frame before you'll, you'll, you'll it'll be at least far enough above horizon and even at that it doesn't get too far above horizon from Cork Yeah, um, it's only about 10, 11 degrees above horizon yeah. so uh, you know you need a good clear sky uh, towards the south would be ideal yeah. um, south or southwest the, w- would be ideal they're um, calling uh, it the full book when, moon if you do get it the full it's book the book moon, moon. yeah if we get a cheer uh, night. It, because it, it'll be around for so a couple of the nights. The deer. The deer, yeah. It'll be around. It, it, for a it will be particularly bright for as long as this full moon cycle, which is about another four to five days, it will be particularly bright. So, a very nice time of um, of, of July, if if you do get a chance to go out and do some observing, then I would absolutely recommend it, because you will get a beautiful moon.
1: Yeah. And when you think about it, compared to the photograph that we've been looking at, and the distance that the uh, telescope is out, the moon is only a mere 357,418 kilometres away from us. Sure, yep. It's only down the road. Yep. <laughs>
0: it's only, it's down. only down the road, and So, again, to put this into perspective, PJ, the light you're looking at when you look at the moon is about one light second. And that image we're seeing from the James Webb is 13 billion light years. Hang on a second now. Hang on a second. This This is brilliant.
1: This is brilliant. So the moon, the light from the moon, that's the moon about a couple of seconds ago, correct? Yeah, yeah. And the picture from the web is 13.8 billion years ago. That I think says it says it all. Fascinating times we live in. Absolutely fascinating times. Thank you very much, Alan Giltonen, who is head of research at Black Rock Castle Observatory. Quartz ninety six FM.